everybody, thanks for tuning in to week two of Reruns, a series we do every August that wraps around a lot of our favorite television episodes. And this week, we're watching Everybody Loves Raymond. Because of copyright laws, we can't show the full message online. But if you'd like to check out the full episode, it's season nine, episode 15 of Everybody Loves Raymond. If you know much about the family, Robert, Raymond's brother, has some in-laws, and they are well known for being squeaky clean. And in this episode, Robert actually catches his mother-in-law in a secret that she's had for years. In scene one, Robert walks outside and he catches his mother-in-law smoking. And she had hid this from everyone. No one knew she had this secret in her life. And Robert tries to follow along. He just tries to make her feel better, get closer to her. So he commits to keeping that secret, even starts smoking with her. It's a very funny episode, but it's true to scripture. The Bible says that there was no shame in people. Nobody hid anything before sin entered the world. Genesis 2.25 says that now the man and his wife were naked. They were both naked, yet they felt no shame. Shame didn't enter the world until people began to try to keep secrets, until they tried to hide something from God. Genesis chapter 3, it says at that moment, the moment that they disobeyed God, they were suddenly full of shame because of their nakedness. And it says, so they f- sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. They wanted to hide the shame, hide the things that they were afraid of. And it goes on to say, at the cool evening breezes, as they were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from God among the trees. You know, shame causes us to hide things. It causes us to seclude ourselves from community and seclude ourselves from people, even maybe like Pat, some of the people closest to us in our life because we're afraid of what people may say. Maybe you've been there in your own life. There's things that are in your life, maybe today, or things in your past that you've gone through great lengths to keep people from knowing because of the shame that it brings you and the fear of what people may say or think. And I've learned that really, it's exhausting to hide our secrets forever. It affects our relationships, it affects our friendships, it affects even our attitudes. In scene two, we see where Robert wasn't quite as good at hiding uh, as his mother-in-law was, and his wife actually found out quickly that they had been smoking outside. and, and. Uh, and then the family gets brought in and they all find out and there's this experience that happens in the hallway of that night that really is all of our biggest fears. The family finds out and they all begin to kind of judge Robert because of this secret thing, this secret sin that he had been hiding from his family. And that's our biggest fear, most of us in, uh, in our culture, is that, man, we can't really get involved in church. We can't really get involved in community because if they really found out who I really was, they would judge me, they wouldn't accept me, they wouldn't allow me to be a part of what uh, of a local church or what God would be doing in anybody else's life. It's that secret, it's that fear of shame, that fear and guilt that keeps us from authentic community. But here's what happens, here's what you need to know. That's true for everybody. It even happened in Genesis chapter three. Then the Lord God called out to the man, where are you, he replied. I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. I was ashamed, so I hid. I was keeping a secret, and God calls him out. He said, what did you do? Did you 
disobey. They were ashamed because of what God might think. And God didn't, God wasn't upset at their uh, shame. He was upset at their disobedience. And instantly the man, it's what we all do. He said, it was the woman. And then the woman said, it wasn't me, it was the snake. Everybody cast blame because to look at yourself in the mirror and face the music, all you have we all have to face the thing that we're afraid of, the shame and the things that people would think. It's a lie of the enemy that people would actually look on us in shame and, and in disdain because of our own sin, because of our own stuff. In scene number three, we see where, where Pat is actually found out. And we've learned through that scene that our secrets don't just affect us. They affect everyone. We see throughout the episode that, that people finding out about that, it caused this kind of rift, this distance between family members. And the Bible talks about it in James chapter 5, verse 16, when we talk about community, the value of community. I think the enemy's goal is to separate us from community and for us to believe this lie that if anybody were to actually find out that we wouldn't be accepted, God could never forgive us. But James teaches us that salvation comes from Jesus, but, com but healing comes through community. It says this in chapter 5 verse 16, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can be healed. So that you can be healed. That's a profound passage of scripture in the New Testament that teaches us that the only way we're ever really going to find healing from the addiction, from the past hurts, from the past disobedience in, uh, to God and the sin in our own lives, the only way we're ever really fully going to overcome it is to get in community. We learn that Jesus forgives our sins but community heals the brokenness that sin leaves behind. In the last scene, we find out that really, we're all messed up. There's nothing good in any of us apart from Jesus. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verses 8 through 10, that if we claim to have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. He goes on to say that if we claim we have not sinned, we're calling God a liar and showing that His Word has no place in our hearts. I want to encourage you this week, this month, this year, to begin to intentionally find community. Maybe you need to go to a small group here at Cultivate Church, or you need to get into a community where you can do life with people and confess the things going on in your life that maybe you've been afraid forever how long to share with people around you. Can I tell you, the only way you're ever going to find freedom is to find freedom in community. It's the power of God designed to, uh, to bring freedom into our lives through community. So whatever that looks like, whatever you're going through in your life, I promise you, if you begin to find community, you begin to confess your sins to people, begin to pray with people, God will do more in you and through than you ever dreamed possible if you'll just find some community and do life with other people. I'm going to pray for you right where you are, whatever you're going through right now today, that God will begin to reveal himself in a very real way in your life. So Father, we love you. God, we are thankful for your word today, that it's alive, that it's real, that it's breathing, and that it is for us. So, Father, I pray for all of my friends out there today listening. God, I pray for all of those that are struggling in community. Maybe they've isolated themselves away from your call and your purpose and your plan for their life. I pray that you would surround them with people that love you and want to see your best for their life. God, that they would begin to find authentic community and they would begin to find freedom and healing for whatever it is they've been struggling with. If it's the shame of their past, the hurt of their today, God, whatever it is that you would begin to reveal through community, reveal to them through community, God, that that you can bring healing to their life through the blood of Jesus. God, we'll give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen.